Hello, everyone. Welcome. 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 (laughs) Thanks for joining us today on the Family Mission Podcast. That's right. We're glad you're part of the conversation today. That's right. It's going to be a good one. Um, They're always good. That's right. We're always always doing super on these podcasts. I don't think there's ever been a dud. (laughs) No. But I'm a little biased. I mean, I am doing them. But I don't think there's ever really been a dud. I think we've we've done pretty good with these. That's just because we bring Jesus into every one of them, and he's not a dud ever. There you go. That's exactly it. We give ourselves to the Holy Spirit, and, you know, as long as we just keep our eyes on Jesus and we make room for Holy Spirit, then, hey, we can't lose. Then every conversation in life can just be fulfilling. Yeah. You know, and, and it's so... Nice for everything not to be about me. Yeah, hello. it's so not because then the pressure's just off. Because <laughs> if I if I know the center of the universe is not me, yeah. and my happiness, yeah, but the kingdom of heaven coming and the Lord being happy. If if it's not central around me, it is so peaceful. Yeah, and it's so easy because I can't be manipulated either because you know, I'm not being manipulated by nothing natural. I'm thinking about something, Sam, that was sparked just as you brought that up. You know. There was a time uh, shortly after we did some mission work over in uh, in France. One of the one of the trips over, we worked with a a ministry there called Jesus to Europe, and uh, we were they're working, wonderful people. Wonderful, Arvid and Mylan. Arvid and Mylan. They're from Norway, but God has them on assignment in Paris, and they've been there for years now. And one of our trips over, they asked us to help um, train and then do some street ministry where we would go out on the streets and just talk about Jesus and get people involved in a conversation about yeah. the Lord. Um, you know, not, you know, not knuckle down on them, but just try to see if we could bring up a conversation, get people talking about the Lord. And, and so here was the thing that the Lord gave me during that time of training, because a lot of times when you talk about maybe sharing your faith or witnessing to people, sometimes the win becomes well do they pray the prayer do they do they pray to receive jesus into their heart yeah and that becomes like the measuring stick of whether or not we were successful whether or not you know we accomplished or had a successful day witnessing well i was sharing with the people that day you know the win is love and so if we go out and our only objective is to love people so I mean, if you're if you're presenting Jesus, you're loving people. Absolutely. And but if the win is just simply to love people, then you can do that regardless of what their response is. See, their response doesn't determine whether or not I had a win. See, that's my win was to love them exactly because love is fulfilled when it's sown. Exactly. The Lord told uh, whispered that to me one time because I was talking about again just the same thought was just. Mm-hmm. I think it was around that time. It was a few years ago. I think it was related to that. And I was just thinking about, you know, what's success? You know, Mm -hmm. what does it look like to, again, to have a win or to, you know, to get the victory, if you know? And because Jesus said it's finished and it's like he's got, and we say he's he's saying, I won. Exactly. And you say he's got the victory, but then, but then you would look and you'd say, whoa. I don't know if there's a lot of victory going out there because yeah. there's a lot of destruction in the earth. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of evil going on. There's a lot of 
darkness and death and and I'm thinking well how did he win if those things still exist but that's because I was basing my victory mm-hmm. on circumstances yeah again and, and that you might say well Sam you're just deflecting the question no I'm just not thinking naturally exactly I'm just not thinking carnally mm-hmm. because when a seed is planted that's a win and see first Corinthians 13 says love never fails exactly because love is it's always I can't even say it in English. I'm trying to like think about it. Like I'm trying to not just like break out into tongues or whatever, just to just say it because God is. See, God operates this way. Mm-hmm. Whenever He created us, He put faith in us. Yeah, He put expectation. He expected good from all of us. Mm-hmm. He expects goodness from us, even though our lives may have been just down the tubes. Mm-hmm. He didn't let that change him. No. You would say, man, I don't think you won, God. You know, in my, I mean, if, if I was just looking even at my past, you know, uh-huh. God, I don't think you won. There were some rough, some rough things going on here. But see, the seed was planted, so he did win. Yeah. The love in my life is drawing me closer to him, so he did win. Yeah. See, planting the seed, that's when you're activating. And we're, t- we're continuing today talking about the great quest. But before we... But, get, so I just want, I want to make sure this does connect. It I does connect, know, but here, know that. here's what's so amazing is what sparked that whole dialogue and discourse right there was when you said there's never been a, a dud. There's never no been show a dud. been a dud. Well, that might think, well, that's pretty arrogant of you to, <laughs> pr- to presume such there's an opinion. There's never been a dud. There's never been a dud. But see, here's, the, here's where that was coming from. Because on every podcast, our only desire is to love you, to love you in the conversation, to, to invite you into the I conversation. I want you to live a life and be successful, be exactly. happy, have a good, joyous life is too short to just be bogged down all the time. And if we aim at that, every podcast, then we, we can't lose. And we there can can't be a dud. Because <laughs> we, we trust it to the Lord. So you can allow God to be the one. The Bible yeah. says this, there's a man that sows, there's a man that waters, and a man that harvests, but God brings the, the increase. increase. Yeah. And there's a secret in that. God gives the increase. Yeah. Love gives increase. Mm-hmm. Love is increasing. God is expanding. Mm-hmm. The universe is still expanding. At the God, speed of light. At the speed of light. God's expanding. Love is expanding. But love isn't just defined by time's borders mm-hmm. or by a decision's borders. Love is defined by expansion. Yeah. It's defined by the Lord. So who am I to put God in a box? Because God is love. Mm-hmm. So who am I to say, well, love just didn't win that time. The creator of everything, he just, sorry, he just didn't do it. You know, I don't, I don't think you did it because. But how did that work for Job? How did that work for Job? Were you there whenever I set the foundations of the deep and the Leviathan's been put into the ocean? That's a whole enchilada stuff. You don't want to open up, but man, there's there's stuff, there's yeah. things that have been established, but it's because love, you know, you see people, love wins. Love I mean, that wins. was a huge move, I think, on social media. Love wins. Yeah. It does. It does win. And it's not... It's, it can't fail. It can't fail. Because lo- no matter how it treats on. me, I can still be loved. I can still be loving. It doesn't matter what you do to me. Exactly. Now, that's not an arrogant statement. Now, some people would take that as arrogance. Why? Mm-hmm. Because that still is basing success on my personal performance. And whether someone reacted right to what I did that was supposedly loving. Exactly. Well, did you react right? If I was, you know, if I mm-hmm. gave you a hundred bucks. Were you thankful? Were you thankful? Did well, you appreciate it? I gave him a hundred bucks. It's what he wants to do with it. It's none of my business now. Did you now. tithe off of that? I gave it to him. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, for real. Love is finished at the How'd you say that? Love is finished at the point it's sown. At the point it's sown. At the point it's given. That's why Jesus could put his head 
down on his chest, give up the ghost after he says, it is finished. Because he sowed the seed. He sowed the seed. John 12, he says, unless a wheat, a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. But if it's planted, it will bring forth an abundant harvest. Because he trusted, the Bible says he trusted himself to the one who judges judges justly. So even Jesus as our example, mm-hmm. had to trust that God was going to bring increase. God was going to judge correctly. Mm-hmm. God was going to give him wisdom on how to how to handle things correctly. Yeah. And that's important because this, again, is connected to the great quest. The great quest. And the great quest is love. That's right. Because if I'm going to be walking in love, love has to be active. That's right. But love can't be defeated, and I can't define Love based on natural circumstances. I just hear them. You can't base it on natural things. Can't measure it. I can't measure it. Why would I measure? You know, if, think about it this way. If, you know, you look at a television, that's a 2D, two-dimensional picture. Mm-hmm. It's not three dimensions. Mm-mm. So why would I judge a 2D thing? If I was in two dimensions, why would I judge three dimensions if I can only see two? Yeah. And vice versa. If I'm in three, why would I judge the yeah. spirit based on... This dimension or yeah. this realm is another word you could use. Mm-hmm. The Bible uses the word realm, different translations, dimensions, realms. We're not equipped to because we're not we, equipped. Don't even, we don't even have connection with that other, uh, unless we do have connection. Unless with that by other. the Spirit of God there's yes. a connection, but just carnally, with Carnal. my mind, with my emotions, with my physical eyeballs, Feelings, flesh. physical ears, I'm going to somehow define something. You know, it's like if I was if I was just walk in the White House mm-hmm. and just say you're doing that wrong, that wrong, that wrong, that wrong, and that wrong. <laughs> I do not live in Washington D.C. I don't work as a politician. Mm-mm. I don't work as a government official. I have no experience in that arena mm-hmm. of dealing with things. I have no expertise. Right. I have no understanding. No training. No training. Don't know any half of the laws probably that they know. Mm-hmm. Don't have any of the vocabulary of what they so have. So even if you did walk in with a suit, you're not going to be calling the shots. Exactly. But to somehow <laughs> think that we can judge love or mm-hmm. success or God's success or by just my carnal circumstances, mm-hmm. it's a it's a foolish thing. It is foolish. It's a, yeah. Because it's always going to bring about failure. Mm-hmm. And the enemy will use that notoriously to put us outside, to put us yeah. on the outside. And so as, a, as we're continuing our conversation about the great quest, again, the reason we're, we're dealing with this is because the Bible is a, a book of answers, and life presents questions. And the root word of the word questions is the word quest, and it's a Latin word, but it means to search or to inquire. But it's also where what we go to the movies and see concerning great epics Epics usually involved a great quest, and what is a great quest? Well, a quest is usually heroic in nature. And again, I'm I'm going to go ahead and cite my sources here. This is <laughs> LiteraryTerms.net, so I don't have like I know a guy. I'm just telling you this is my source. <laughs> LiteraryTerms.net quests are heroic in nation nature. They usually feature a protagonist, that's a hero, who goes on a dangerous mission against all odds to save a group of people or society. Sometimes the hero sets out on a quest to find a symbolic object or person and then bring it or them back home. Well, Jesus is our hero. And he brought us home. He brought us home. He came on a great quest. He came to rescue us, to save us. Like Luke's gospel says, he came to seek and save that which was lost. And he obtained the keys of death and Hades. In yes. other words, that thing which was, again, if you think about it, we were 
cursed with death. Mm-hmm. Man was cursed. See, whenever a man ate of the tree and was kicked out of the garden, there was a curse put in place. Mm-hmm. He said, from this day forward, you will die. Yeah. In other words, death was given reign over the lives of man. Mm-hmm. Death was given authority over man. But see, Jesus came that we might have life yeah. and life abundantly. God is the God of the living. Jesus said when the, I think it was the Sadducees, the people that don't believe in the resurrection. That's, that, Sadduc- that's why they're sad, you see. Yeah. <laughs> that's why they're sad, you see. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> and that's good. Give me some applause on that oh, one. Hold on. There you go. All right. Great joke. Great joke, Dad. Great joke. That's a great dad joke. Great joke. <laughs> So the Sadducees, he's, he's getting ready to talk to him, and they, they're, they're posing this question to him. They're asking Jesus, okay, you know, what's what's up with this eternal life? They ask him mm-hmm. a question even about um, this woman, and like, you know, <laughs> she's been married to all these different guys who she actually married to in the resurrection. So they're talking about they don't believe in eternity. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about this death, when she's dead, what's They don't believe happen? in eternity, but they're going to be experts on what happens Ex- in, eternity. in eternity. Exactly. It's just kind of ironic. But they were talking about when this woman dies mm-hmm. was their big point when she dies. And Jesus answers this point of, you know, death and again, mm-hmm. we're talking about death being over man mm-hmm. versus now we have Jesus who's given us life and life mm-hmm. abundantly. Verse 37, but in the dead are raised, even Moses showed in the passage about the bush. So Jesus is referencing scripture here. Mm-hmm. Throwback to Moses in the yeah, burning sure. bush. Just saying, Jesus is quoting it. This is where he calls the Lord the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. Now he is not the God of the dead, but of the living. <laughs> Praise God. For all live to him. Amen. So whenever we're walking with Jesus, he's, he's brought us back to life. Yeah. There's a different perspective we have if I'm not thinking under death's limitations. Mm-hmm. See, there's a perspective, there's a quest that your quest changes when it doesn't end at death. That's right. See what I'm saying? There's, yeah. a, there's a great quest that we can begin walking mm-hmm. that's eternal. We can begin thinking eternally. Yeah. Not just in the moment here and now, but for millennia to come, what, a, what are the things that I need to purge? Yeah. What are the things that God wants to sharpen in me? But I may, if I make every day mm-hmm. love... Yeah. Then my eternity is going to be love. Yeah. And you can begin to grow and God will give increase because, again, God's the one who gives increase. Yeah. He'll give increase so that when eternity hits, I'm going to be exactly where he wants me to be. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking, too, Jesus told, uh, we're talking about, you know, the story of an epic uh, quest, yeah, you know, epic. that involves a hero, a journey, a goal. Um, you know, you think about this, Jesus even used stories to communicate truths. Uh, he was answering the questions in people's hearts by the stories that he told. Uh, a lot of times we call them parables. But there was one time in Luke's gospel account, if you go into Luke's gospel, he talks about uh, in Luke 15 and 16, I believe Luke 15? it is. I'm going to look. You know, there's a, what I call a trilogy. There's three stories that he talks about. Oh, it's a Luke 15, lost sheep, lost coin, and prodigal son. There we go. So we got a lost sheep, we got a lost coin, we got a lost son. So this is like a trilogy of things that are it's lost. It's like the Hobbit. Exactly. <laughs> or Lord of the Rings, right? Exactly. It's Lord of the Rings a trilogy. I don't know if you guys, I'll we'll, probably get we'll slammed this, for that. We'll, we'll call uh, him I've the seen, Lord of the Lost. I've seen the Hobbit, but I haven't seen the Lord of the Rings. I, d- I just, I so never watched it. So here's a little it. trilogy of the Lord, Lord of the Lost. Lord of the Lost. He's going to find the lost coin, the lost uh, I did read sheep. the Hobbit, though. I read the book. Some people get stingy on that. <laughs> did you read the book? I did. I read did the read Hobbit, the but I did not read the Lord of the Rings. So you got a badge for that. Yeah, exactly. I got my merit badge. I read my trilogy. No, this this trilogy here, the parable of the lost sheep, the lost so coin. So here in the lost sheep, you know, the big thing is he was willing to leave the 99 to go find the one. 
And so you just see how intentional God is to pursue the one. And because a lot of times we can feel like we just get lost in the masses. We feel like we get lost in the numbers. Oh, that's good. You know, and so sometimes we don't feel our individuality. And sometimes we wonder, does, does God even notice? But here's Jesus tells, to, tells us a story so that we can know you're noticed. You're not forgotten. Verse 7. It's beautiful on this it says, just so I tell you, this is the end of the lost sheep parable. He says, just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who Come need no on. repentance. So Jesus rejoices over you. That's we rejoice right. over you. And, and when my heart came home and I repented and, and I said yes to Jesus, there was great joy in heaven. There was great joy in that altar when I was giving my heart back to the Lord and giving my life back to him and receiving Christ. So that's the lost sheep. Then he goes and talks about a lost coin about this woman who loses this coin and there's two different ways you can look at it based on bible scholars what they what it represents you know it can be a coin that the widow had that maybe uh, represented a huge amount of her savings you know gotcha. based upon the value of this so it wasn't like she lost a quarter you know this was, you know what I'm saying is a pretty hefty chunk <laughs> this was going to be something that was a big part of her savings you know it might represent a month's wages or it might represent several weeks of work so Wowzers. if you lose something like that you're not just going to just it's like losing your wedding ring you know yeah. i remember the first time <laughs> you know it wasn't it wasn't like my diamond wedding ring but it was a wedding ring that my wife had bought me it wasn't an anniversary gift it was an anniversary gift but it was kind of a work ring it was, oh, gotcha. it was still nice but it was one she bought me you know that you know, it wasn't like the gold and diamonds, that kind of thing. Yeah, it, was, thankfully, it was actually titanium. Oh, but thankfully it was one that wasn't like the the, the red There wasn't ring. the ring, but okay. but it's still a ring and yeah. it's still a gift. It's very important. <laughs> so uh, I was out playing with Dan the first time Dan was in the ocean. And, first time uh, he ever went to the beach. And she had said, you might want to take your ring off. I'm like, no, no, it's on there. Because you had been losing some weight, too. Exactly. You're getting some, you were getting slimmed. I was getting this beach body ready. And all of a sudden, a wave crashed over <laughs> Dan, and I reached, and he was like went under, and I Uh-oh. went to scoop him up, and, and I was in the panic of getting him up out of the waves, and I realized in about... A, Five seconds, I didn't have my ring on. You know, and like an idiot, I start like grabbing down and around like I'm going to find my ring in the ocean. (laughs) I mean, I'm like sincere for like three minutes digging around scooping I mean, what kind of I remember we were sitting on the beach and we were watching like what are they doing because you like started digging and of course you got Dan helping Dan feel on the no, grass no. So, like so we're going to find it in the ocean no, I just it. lost my ring it's like on a needle in a haystack but anyway in I, a wild wave too but hey I, I made a noble effort you but tried here, so what's the point of that story well the point of that story is that's kind of like what this woman felt she was looking she's trying to find this coin this was not just I lost a quarter. Well, or some Bible scholars say this was a coin that was made into jewelry. There was a jewelry. Sometimes when a woman was married, this coin would be made into a necklace with several other coins. So it would have been a part of a valuable necklace. Gotcha. It'd be like several settings in a necklace, and one of the settings came out. Or like you would compare it today if you had numerous diamonds in a ring, and one of the diamonds came out. So it's like one of the set is missing. Gotcha. And so this is the story Jesus is talking about, why this woman one is... One of the looking set. for it. She is searching frantically, and it says the same thing. When she finds it, she finds several others that say, hey, what? Rejoice with me. 
that which was lost I have found. And so here was her quest. Her quest was to find that lost coin, that man who went on the quest to find his lost sheep. And then finally, we have the story that most people represent out of Luke 15 is the story of the lost son, the prodigal son. Well, you might say, well, the father didn't find him. He came home. No, love found him. Mm -hmm. It, It took a while, but finally that son came to himself. Because the seed that the father sowed at a young age, because mm-hmm. think about it, the seed of love that the father sowed, not just to his son, mm-hmm. but to his servants. Yeah. See, because the son, in the in the parable, he says, man, my father's servants have it better than I do. <laughs> yeah. In other words, he saw how much his father loved mm-hmm. even his own servants. And it says in the beginning, his own employees. he divided them to them. His inheritance. So he had he had put that seed into his son, not just his youngest, but his oldest son. Yeah. But the youngest son finally came to himself, came home in his heart, and come across that horizon one day, and the father saw him and rejoiced at his return. And of course, the older brother, who didn't understand that love, and even though he was still in the house... He was mad when brother came home. He was mad when the father celebrated his return. And he says, what are you doing, father? I have served you. I have never left you. This your son didn't even call him his brother. This your son has wasted his your inheritance on, on harlots and prostitutes and riotous living. And now he's home. You're rejoicing. And see, this is a beautiful picture of the great quest that love will go on, whether it's searching for a lost sheep, you know, the the one that's left, the 99, or it's searching for that lost coin, one that's, you know, left the set, that one that's valuable, or it's whether it's a, a life that has wandered off into a, a place where we were never created to be, it lost in addiction, lost in hopelessness, lost in depression, lost in greed. sickness, lost in greed, lost in the success of this world, climbing the corporate ladder. When that heart comes home, to that which it was always created for, which was love, the Father rejoices. And that simplicity is applicable mm-hmm. because it's every one of our lives are in that. Every one of every, us. The Bible says this too. It says there's nothing new under the sun. Mm-hmm. It's pretty self-righteous to think that I'm the exception. Yeah. You know, and that's something that you, you shared with me too. I mean, there was one time, what was it? I was, I was upset about, I'm trying to think of what it was. I have to think back. It was something menial. I mean, it wasn't a very, it was pretty trivial. But I was upset and I was making the statement, well, no, you don't understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you don't get it. You're <laughs> not in my shoes. You don't get it. Mm-hmm. And that was my defense for feeling and acting as rude, mm-hmm. crummy, you know, basically <laughs> sulking. That was my excuse was, well, you don't get it. Yeah. You don't, you're not in my shoes. You don't understand. This is a, this is a new experience. No one has ever, ever ever gone through this you know that was again but that was the Mm self-righteousness of trying to justify my own basic just horrible just feeling horrible for myself and not even receiving the love that was Mm -hmm. coming from my family you You guys want me to join the pity party you'll join the pity party and that is what the flesh will want to do i mean it'll take just one little thing 
it doesn't have to be a big issue. Yeah. And there's always going to be just that feeling of wanting to sulk. Yeah. No one's ever been through this. And that's the lie that the enemy will tell us. Mm-hmm. No one's ever. You're, you're the first case of this. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's very self-righteous because God knows how to handle things. And the whole book of Ecclesiastes slams it by saying, Come there's on. nothing new under the there's sun. There's nothing new. There's, you know, there's, there's always. Welcome to the party. Welcome to the party. <laughs> you know, everyone's dealing with stuff. Now, there might be a different sort of set of circumstances, mm-hmm. but the core issue, mm-hmm. the core root of whatever it is, that's not new. And the answer is still the same. And the answer is still the same. So there's hope mm-hmm. for any situation. Yeah. Because there's nothing new though. That means there's always an an- there's an answer that's been figured out. That's right. That answer is Jesus. He that answer is, is love. Answer. Yes. And so allowing the great quest to become, I'm mm-hmm. going to pursue love. Yeah. I'm going to pursue Christ. You know, and and this scripture as we kind of wrap up here, the scripture in First John chapter four, um, eight, seventeen, and eighteen in the Amplified says this: He who does not love has not become acquainted with God. And does not, does not, and never did know him, for God is love. In this union and communion with him, love is brought to completion and attains perfectives or achieves perfection with us, that we may have confidence for the day of judgment with assurance and boldness to face him. Because as he is, so are we in this world. Wow. There is no fear in love. Dread does not exist. But full-grown, complete, perfect love turns fear out of doors and expels every trace of terror, for fear brings with it the thought of punishment. And so he who is afraid has not yet reached the full maturity of love and has not yet grown into the love's complete perfection. So that seed. Yeah. Let that seed grow in your guys' heart. If you hear one thing, let the seed of love grow in your heart today. Let the seed of love grow to full maturity so that fear can leave your life. Mm -hmm. You can be peaceful. You can have a goal. You can help others to come look for those prodigal sons. That's right. Look for those lost coins, the lost sheep. (laughs) Search for people in your life. Help them come home to love Mm -hmm. and to truth and to peace in their life, to fullness, success. And it's all about a relationship with Jesus because he is the hero. He is the journey. He is the goal. And we're just trying to help people find him. That's right. Because if they find him, just like when Simon found him in Matthew 16, when Simon discovered who Jesus was and he said, you are the Christ, you are the son of the living God, it was then Jesus said to Simon, and you are Peter. Peter. And upon this rock, I'll build my church. So when Simon discovered who Jesus was. It was then that Jesus could then tell Simon who he was going to be, actually changed his identity, gave him a new name. And so that's the joy of coming home in your heart, coming home to the Father, coming home through Jesus. Then you allow that same man that told Simon, you are Peter, you'll let Jesus tell you who you really are. You'll you'll get a new identity through him. You'll get a new value through him. You'll get a new purpose. You'll actually join the great quest. And, and like, you'll you'll line up with other believers. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing. You'll, there'll be such a unity between all of us mm-hmm. because Jesus will set us all in our lane mm-hmm. and we can become a united force That's right. of love that can ultimately take over the world, not in a sense of like world domination take over, <laughs> but world domination take over. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna take over mm-hmm. and save people from themselves. That's right, <laughs> from selfish destruction. <laughs> so you when know? you 
So when you talk about a quest and an epic story like the life of Christ and like your life and my life, why is it that we want a hero? Why is it that we want this great quest? Well, we want and need a hero because there's a hero reborn in all of us. If we're born again, we all have this divine destiny. Romans 8, 29, we have been predestined to be conformed to the image of Christ Jesus. So we are created for a journey. We are created for a mission. Jesus said, take up my cross, take up your cross and follow me. That's, in other words, take up the mission of love. And why? Because we were created for a goal and a purpose that we could become truth and love's expression in every situation. Every situation. You can be kind to people. Mm -hmm. You can be just because love is just. Hello. You can be fair. Mm -hmm. You can be full of everything you need to be full of. You can be honest. (laughs) You can be honest. (laughs) You can be truthful. That's refreshing. (laughs) You can can say yes and it mean. Uh You know what it mean? Yes. Let your yes be yes and your no No be no. no. Anything more comes from the evil one what the Bible says. Because if I start swearing, I'm trying to manipulate you. That's right. So I swear. In other words, I'm trying to get you to believe me, mm-hmm. and I'm manipulating you. Yeah. Do you, there's a little freebie for y'all yeah, if you're exactly. curious. <laughs> so let your yes be mean yes. yes let, let your, your no be no. no. Just let it be. That's let, it. let it lay. <laughs> exactly. You know, that's free. That's, that's relaxing, because then there's no pressure of trying yeah. to uphold some sort of mm-hmm. persona. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, that persona, this word mask, we get like yeah. a personification, mm-hmm. you know, like an actor. They have a persona. It's, it's a mask. It's a shroud uh-huh. of your character. And, you know, some people will say, man, I just can't wait to get home where I can be myself. And the uh, question is, uh, who are you? Who are you being? Who are you being before? <laughs> who, who you be? Who you be before? Who well, that, that's before? worth asking. I mean, that's that's a good question. An I've said question. that. I've said those words. You know, you you know, you're at a situation. Maybe you're at a party. You're at a banquet, or you're at this. And basically, what you mean is you want to get home, put your lounge clothes on. You just want to chill. <laughs> and you want to take the belt off so you quit sucking your gut in, trying to exactly. look thin. But why are you sucking your gut in? Hello, just own it. Just own it. If that's what you got, it's what you got. I mean, it's respectfully. I'm, I'm really I trying to be serious because that that honesty, yeah. it's freeing. It is freeing. Because then if there's something you need to change, if you need to you know, help your, you know, for instance, your belt, you're trying to get a you know, smaller belt, then just work towards it every day. But Eat don't, one pie. Exactly. <laughs> Instead just, of four pies. Exactly. Just baby steps. Whatever you got to do to hone yourself. I mean, but, let, let doctor do better. Write you a prescription. Exactly. Just just be relaxed. It's you know, it's okay. We're gonna make it. You know, there's good things ahead, you know. That if you're in Christ, you're gonna make it. Amen. You're gonna make it. We're gonna make it. Hey, I got a good scripture for you, Sam. <laughs> All right. This, this is this is and Jude, you you always love our brother Jude. I like Jude. Man, Jude doesn't hold any punches. <laughs> he doesn't hold any punches. <laughs> Neither does it like John. Like you read first John, second uh-huh. John, third John. He's just cutting. <laughs> it is. But Jude, man, what a just a one short little twenty-five verses, just Let's a go, short Jude. little one chapter. Hey Jude. But I love this. It says in verse twenty-four, Jude twenty-four. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. Oh come on. And to present you faultless before his presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. 
What a what a, ending. What, a what a closing what to a, a letter. What a closing statement. <laughs> so God's going to able. He's going to keep us from falling. He's going to keep us from the stumbling, one who is able, and He's able to present us before His exceeding majesty, faultless, without blame, and he does it with exceeding joy, and he keeps us there. He is the wise God. He is our Savior. To him belongs the glory, the majesty, the dominion, the power, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Praise God. We're so glad you've joined the conversation here on Family Mission, and we pray these conversations are an encouragement to you. They stir your heart. They stir your faith. And hopefully they stir conversation with you and your loved ones, conversations in your home, conversations, you know, maybe just cut the TV off one night and just have a conversation with the family. Just talk about our brother Jude here, verse 24, verse 25. Talk about life being a quest. Talk about your life being an epic story, like the story of Joseph. Let your life become an epic story where you take up the cross, the mission of love, and you seek ways to be the expression of love. You know, I love Acts ten thirty eight, where it says, Jesus went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Man. So just go about doing good. It's that simple. Just be kind. It's possible. You guys got it this week. Thank Amen. you guys for listening to the podcast this week. Thank you for being a part of the conversation. And just, we really do appreciate all that you guys do. We love every one of our uh, our listeners. And we don't say that flippantly. We really no. do. We, we're very appreciative. We pray for you. We pray for you. We want you guys, we want you guys successful. We want you That's guys right. where every day you can just enjoy the day. Make every day a win. You can, you can enjoy every moment. You don't have to just have a grind. You can have a peaceful, mm-hmm. joyful life. In God at every moment with your family, with your work, with your work, with everything that you're doing. Um, So if you want to get in touch with us, the easiest way is our website, Mm SpelmanMinistries.org. There's plenty of information on there. There's a a way, excuse me, there's availability and a way. I was confusing about those words. There's availability and a way to get in contact with us on our website through email. Mm -hmm. Um, Or if you just want to email us directly, you can email us at SpelmanMinistries.org at gmail.com. The links to that are in the description of the podcast. Also, if you're listening, please write a review. Yeah, Those help the podcast. Um, share the podcast. Tell your friends about it. If it encouraged you, if this conversation was like, man, that was fun to listen to. Man, that really <laughs> helped me with my walk with God. I really feel feel better. You know, what, Whatever the, the thing is you want to share, it, feel free to do that. We do appreciate all of that as well. This is something we really Really, um, I personally, I can speak for myself. Yeah. I really like, I really enjoy. like these. We enjoy these conversations. We enjoy having you a part of the conversation. And again, just know that you're being prayed for, and we'd love to hear from you. We'd love your questions. If there's something you'd like to see discussed on the podcast, submit an email. Let us know, hey, let's talk about this. And we'd love to take up that conversation with you. That's right. So may the Lord bless you. May May he keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. And lift up his countenance upon you. And give you peace. peace.